0: Hello and welcome to the Usley Podcast. Welcome to episode 22. I'm going to recap game 5 of the NBA Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks came out and performed. Going to talk about the UFC. And obviously we all knew what was going to happen. Islam won uh, and Tate won. And they, Misha Tate won. And they both won in spectacular fashion. Islam, the way he won. Islam, Maket, Shayraf whatever. Islam. And people are comparing him a lot to Khabib. He doesn't have... Khabib could, like, grab and pound you. And when he held you 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 felt helpless Islam doesn't have that but Islam is really good on his hand really good on his feet he has hands and he's a way better striker than Khabib was um, and for him honest all eyes were on him espn everything all the media coverage is going to him. And they want Russia, Dagestan, all of Eastern Europe to, you know, champion Islam. Now the Khabib is gone. And I'm not gonna lie, I'll, I know a lot of people that have been huge fans of Islam. But for him to deliver. Wow, you gotta give him like he submitted a black belt jiu-jitsu Guy like People are normally scared to get on the ground with these guys and the funniest part is Because they didn't because they fought in the apex where there's not a lot of fans. You can hear the coaching. And Khabib and his side were screaming at Islam. Take him down. Take him down. And then when Islam decided, okay, he's going to listen. He's going to stop. with the, He literally just picked the guy up on his shoulders. Over his shoulders and slammed him. And they're both, they both weigh the same. And man, I'm not going to lie. I am. And Islam is a guy that, just like Habib, five rounds is more in his favor. He always gases, he's gonna gas his opponents out. The pace that Habib keeps, the pace that Islam keeps, that's what makes them special. Is to be able to keep that pace consistently, whether you're in the first round or the third round or the fourth round. And now that Islam is getting that uh, popularity, we're gonna see a lot, a lot of his fights be five rounds. And I'm telling you, things are looking up for this guy. If you can buy future bets. And that's what FanDuel should do. FanDuel. Future bets on the UFC. It doesn't matter. Within a calendar year. Um, I'm honestly writing that down. How great would that be? With FanDuel. You buy a future that this person... Will win a belt. And that future is good. Until the guy retires. And what what does FanDuel lose? It's like an insurance policy. They're keeping your cash anyways. It's a great idea. And I think that's next for FanDuel. Uh, Moving on. Mishite. What did I tell you? Who was the woman that she was facing? The lady wanted to retire. She she just got this fight. She was able to bring her son. She, it was because <clears throat> Misha Tate's a big name. The UFC is not gonna bring her in to lose to a nobody that's going to retire. Dana White <clears throat> his biggest problem with GSP was. GSP would always want to sign a one-fight deal. And Dana White would lose his mind. Because the whole point is he wants a second fight. All the money that they spend the first time around, the second time around, you you barely have to do anything. And you make even more money. <clears throat> So it's the second fight that's the more lucrative fight. And GSP would always deny it. So the only way he agreed to let him fight Bisbang was if he signed a two-fight deal. And what did he do as soon as he beat Bisbang? He retired. And that drove Dana crazy. And Dana White even said like he'll probably never sign a fight with GSP again. That's why GSP. That's why Dana really hates GSP. So, because like you can't just come in, take the belt, and then leave. That's like if you're Dana and you're running a business, we all know he has a point. I'm not gonna bring you in to beat my champion for your ego. And then you get to retire. Like, you're not even going to fight another contender. Nothing. You're just going to, oh, yeah, I beat him. Why? How does that help advance the sport? Or my product? It doesn't. Because then all people are going to keep talking about is a guy that doesn't want to fight. So all your marketing dollars, everything goes out the window. That's That doesn't make sense financially. That's stupid. Speaking of stupid, great transition. Episode 22, I'm getting there. Charlo, I told you guys we weren't getting Fury, but we were getting a great middleweight. Charlo vs. Castano, the Argentinian. And stupid. So what what was stupid? Okay. Judges, scorecard. And going by a lot. I'm going to say a majority of fans, boxers, Andre Ward and others. Okay. Had this fight. Which ended up in a draw. Had this fight going to who? Costano. By two rounds. Some people, a lot of people had it close. Tie, if not a tie, the edge was to Costano. Let me read you the judges' scorecards in boxing. of course, even, draw. One judge had it, 13, or sorry, 14 to 13, Castano. So Castano wins by one round, 14 to 13. What did the third judge have it? Oh, did he have it 14 to 13, Charlo? No. 15-12, Charlo? 17-11 So, seventeen to eleven for Charlo 17 to eleven for Charlo When everybody that watched that fight said it was close a draw but if not a draw it's for Costano How do you give seventeen eleven? You know how you give 17-11? Because you're in Dallas, Texas. You're not in. You're not in Nevada. They should honestly have a rule. If you're fighting for a title, you should like. You cannot be fighting in Dallas, and that sucks. I know a lot of these fighters are from Houston, Dallas, Texas, and they want to. Box in Jerry's world, but come on, like it. Boxing is already sucks. That you're missing out uh, the biggest heavyweight fight trilogy. Fury verse um, Wilder three, okay. But you're getting Charlo and Castano. And then 1711? This is for all the belts. This isn't like an exhibition fight. This person was gonna be one of the first undisputed middleweight since since all four belts and a judge was gonna fuck a guy over seventeen to eleven. How, how do they still have jobs? And the crazy thing is. Teddy Atlas screams about this. Screams about this. It sucks. Like I'm telling people now. Do n- stop being boxing fans. Because it's all corruption. And you'll just get angered. Over a sport that. There's nothing that you can do about. I like. I honestly, if there's, don't, who cares about boxing? Watch baseball or something. Just, this is like, this is a disgrace, man. It really is. It really is. And it has my blood boiling. As you can tell. I It's corruption. And they're trying to cheat out Castano. The guy... His quote was... Him winning this fight... This is how big of an underdog this guy was. Him winning this fight... Would be equivalent to Argentina winning their Copa de America with Messi. Like that's how big of an honor it would be. And if you're a boxing fan... And you watched uh, the documentary The Four Kings About Tommy Hearns uh, Sugar Ray um, From Panama How did I forget the guy? No mas Him If you watch the pride After he beat Sugar Ray After the first fight When he goes back He got fat and everything Man how can I forget this man's name But this Is the kind of pride that this guy was gonna be bringing To Argentina And this this guy just robbed him Like it's nothing 1711 Doesn't care If the people Running the sport don't care Why should we as fans care anymore Send me an email Ali, A-L-I, 1111, 1, 1, Kameha, K-M-A-I-H-A at gmail.com. Tell me, what should boxing fans do? Write letters to your Congress? Because that's the only way these guys listen, I guess. I'm going to. Moving on. This Saturday, TJ Dillashaw is coming back. And I'm going to talk a lot more about TJ Dillashaw. But I want to know your thoughts. Uh, send them in. I think TJ Dillashaw is a scumbag. And I th- honestly, he is. For what he did and what kind of snake he was. And that's one thing about Connor. Connor can tell. Like, what made Connor so good is he would always... He's very good at finding people's personal weaknesses, and he's uh, how do you? See? He's very good at um, seeing through people and getting sort of a people's characters. And he called out TJ like everybody around them always called TJ out. And they, everybody talked about his steroid use. And he's, and, come on, man. And these guys sat there and would talk about being honorable ninjas and color orange and this. and, And this guy was juicing. Juicing. Let me know your thoughts give me another side. I don't know. I'm gonna break it that later with the odds and everything um nearing the end of the week, look forward to that podcast. I'm gonna talk about Chris Paul and is Chris Paul going to be considered a choke if they lose? And where's Chris Paul ranked? Because you do hear a lot of people calling him the point god and this and that. Is he really? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. I want to get to. Is Chris. Because I've been hearing after game four and five where, you know, Chris Paul. Is being called a choke. At this and that. Is he really a choke if they lose? And I'm going to tell you. Like if you are listen to me. And know I'm a Kyle Lowry fan. And I don't believe you could be a Kyle Lowry fan. And a Chris Paul fan at the same time. I mean you can't. Like they're both the same person. But obviously Chris Paul is better than Kyle Lowry. But what I really wanna talk about when it comes to Chris Paul is the things that as fans, we somehow forget the journey and we don't appreciate just making it to the finals. Chris Paul is 36 years old. And it sucks that this is his first time that he makes it to the finals. This late in his career. It took him that long. But that's why like, just making it to the finals is special. And it's hard. And you need a lot of things to go to break your way to win a title. If Milwaukee Bucks win, there's always going to be a what if KD's toe wasn't on the line. And that's what I mean with breaking, with things have to break right. Chris Paul, like, what he did in OKC, what he's done, every single place he goes, he leads the teams, the teams into the playoffs they get better they do they might not win the title but they compete their hearts out and but when chris paul after game two when people were going crazy and certain people were trying to call him like is he now a top 25 player of all time like that's way too far is this is why Chris Paul this is why Chris Paul should win season MVP regular season MVP because he does he has a huge impact but when you saying a player is a top 25 player, This player has to also be able to win in the playoffs consistently. Be able to carry teams on his back consistently. Like a KD. Like a LeBron. Like a Kawhi. Like a Michael Jordan. Like a Kareem. Like a Magic. Like an Isaiah Thomas. Larry Bird, like, those are different type of players. You don't have one good uh, postseason and then we're putting you up in the top 25. That's where people need to stop. It's not always you're either the best or you're the worst. Chris Paul has had a long consistent career. And there's no there's no point to ever rank players that don't play the same position. I think that's stupid. People have different heights, responsibilities, ball usage, like everything is different. So I'm looking at Chris Paul In the point guard position. So that's the one. Not the two. Steph Curry's a shooting guard. Kyrie Irving, that's a two. He's a shooting guard. Tell me, these are my five point guards. Magic Johnson's number one. Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons, number two. I have Steve Nash three, Stockton, four, Jason Kidd, five, and Chris Paul over Chauncey Billups, career, longevity, yes, but if you told me one season, I'd rather probably take Chauncey because of Chris Paul's attitude and who he thinks he is. My personal preference. So if I named, to me, five point guards that were ahead of Chris Paul, five, in my eyes, there's still others. People have Gary Payton. People might have... Uh, The logo. There's a lot of others. But these are my five. That I know and saw. Except Magic. I never saw Magic in Isaiah. Stockton. eh, Here and there. But like. Relatively. Consistency. Playoffs. Point guard. Made their teams better. These were my five. Magic, Isaiah Steve Nash John Stockton and Jason Kidd and then it was a toss up I'd rather have Billups than Chris Paul for one season and you probably don't even have to pay Billups as much as you gotta pay Chris Paul and they do the exact same both leaders Let me know your list. Where would Chris Paul land in your point guard list? And does his attitude affect? Yeah, you have to. You have to put likability in in your top five. Like, I'm not going to put somebody that I don't like. How he acts. Let me know your thoughts. Where do you have Chris Paul and would Chris Paul be a choke if he loses? Tonight game 6, I believe game 6, the Phoenix Suns are going to be game 5 versus game game 5. Phoenix Everybody already heard the stats. They shot 55% from the field and 60% from three, and they still lost. They're the first ever team for that to happen. But Milwaukee, Giannis had 26, Drew had, like, 27, Middleton had, like, 28. 20, like, they all went off. I just don't think that type, and they were playing so desperate, Milwaukee. I don't think either two things are gonna happen. It's either gonna be a blowout or it's going to game seven. FanDuel has same betting odds and like in same game parlays. I'm telling you, put like five bucks and go like Devin Booker under on points, Chris Paul under on assists, or do all that, and then do one with Milwaukee, or and then do one Phoenix all, like, up. They hit everything up. And do the, and, like, I think the odds of you hitting a parlay, doing it like that is going to be big. Let me know if you guys want more parlay talk, more gambling advice. I'm going to be moving on to the next um, headline that's been talked about, sporting event, the Olympics. Why has the Olympics been nonstop in the news? And what's going on? Well... The Olympics is currently being held in Tokyo. Japan was one of the first... uh, like They had one of the first great responses to COVID when it first hit. Their numbers were the lowest. um, But since vaccinations, uh, Japan has slowed down their vaccination rate. And what happened is... Now they have been able to attract these other COVID. Um, uh, what are they? The the different variants of it, and because their vaccinations stopped, and that's been causing it, a lot of hospitals have been overwhelmed. They don't have enough ICUs. Like Japan. As a city right now is back to like lockdowns and all this stuff, but they're still trying to put on the Olympics. So, of course, you're gonna have a lot of people there, uh, Japanese people, that are saying, Why are we still putting this event on? Like, who cares? Let's try to focus all our resources and everything on our own people. But money rules all and they spent all this money on uh, getting these events, sponsors, uh, TV deal rights. there's a lot of money on the line. And when we all know whenever money's involved, people are not gonna back down easily. A lady uh, got arrested. you can see the video she tries to put out. The torch. The Olympic torch. <laughs> she sprays it or with th- th- water. It doesn't turn off. So don't worry. I've always wondered. Because we've seen it. Like rain. All Obviously they're not going to. They have ways. So that's one of the biggest controversies. That's surrounding the Olympics right now. And it's pretty much. They're going to try to make this. A huge ceremony. And this and that all being televised but in reality we're all around you all these people are sick with COVID and hospitals are overflown and you're hosting this like event that's supposed to be entertainment and happy, bring happiness to your country it's doing the exact opposite another news why is the Olympics? well we cannot go without talking about Shakari Richardson, the female runner who's uh, who was supposed to be the fastest Olympic female runner for the uh, United States, but she tested positive for marijuana, and she's not going to be able to be on the team. She got disqualified. Now I gotta, I gotta first of all congratulate a lot of people for this. We heard some people's opinions on this, but a lot of people just did not talk about it. And I honestly realize why they didn't. Because they did not have anything good to say. Because the narrative that's been in the media, unfortunately, is oh this sucks they should let Shikari Richardson uh run it's just weed that's literally the ESPN media narrative How stupid is that And the reason why people are scared to say anything is because what is Shikari Richardson? She's black And a lot of these people in the media Don't agree with this Are white And they don't want to look like They're being insensitive uh, To someone's culture That's what somebody said Oh I don't want to be insensitive Are you stupid This is the Olympics Everybody knows what the rules are To the Olympics she smoked weed, sabotaged herself. I, there's no matter what the reason was. It sucks that her mom passed away. That's life. You're not special, Shikari Richardson. Everybody else around you has to deal with life. And you have to get tools to help you deal with stuff other than weed. And the way that she's being treated as if she's Doing something heroic, it's it's being it's the way it's being portrayed is very very stupid. Think about this if this was a guy, what would happen? Stephen A. Smith would be calling this guy an idiot. We have footage of him doing that to NFL players. And to be honest with you, NFL players probably have a way more right to be allowed to smoke weed than to be taking cortisol uh, shots and painkillers. Pretty much synthetic heroin is what you're, than dumb smoking weed. Than an Olympic. So if this was a guy, even an African American guy, We would be calling him an idiot. If this was a white girl. We'd be calling her an idiot. And she would not be. Going to the SPs. And have people. That's not what would be happening. So why is it being treated like this? And why are people so scared to say this is ludicrous? I'm telling you, this goes back to everybody gets a participation trophy. There's going to, like, and then people get mad at, like, the younger generation, why they're so fucked. Let me know your thoughts. Am I wrong about Shakari Richardson? Is she she actually... Tell me, where am I wrong? What am I missing? Please. The Olympics. And then, of course, you have the men's national basketball team. And the COVID cases. And people are getting... uh, There's been about two or three players that have to have gone under protocol... Uh, Because they either got it or were around somebody that has it. Same vicinity. Uh, So to be honest with you, the Olympics all, all around has been not a great start. But it might still go on. And it sucks. But it might happen, you know. Cause the money, the money, the money, the money, the money. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Asli Podcast, episode number 22. Please send me all your questions and emails to Ali, Ali 1111 Kameha KMAIHA at gmail.com. Stay tuned. On Thursday, we're gonna, I'm gonna have um, ob- UFC gambling odds and breakdown of the weekend, and maybe we'll have an NBA championship finals winner by then. Maybe. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great night. Stay blessed. Blah!